0: This is Crow Inquisitors and we are here with another behind the scenes look at one of our characters. Today I have with me my good friend Jared to talk about everyone's favorite character, Alphonse. I, I, feel, I feel like you're you're jumping the gun there a little bit. I, I feel like a lot of the people listening to the show will probably have Alphonse as their favorite character because he's a lot of fun to watch just mess with people. Yeah. But I'm positive that for the people in the, like, the characters in the game, and probably
1: the players, Alphonse is not necessarily their favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, David tried, what, killing me in the first episode, right? The first the episode, first, like, yep. That was, like, the first role made.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was you. No, well, that's not the first role that was made. You actually did make the first role, and it was to try to uh, annoy the guards so that they would go beat up David, beat up Dylan in his cell. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and they end up beating up you instead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Jared, you gotta listen to the episodes, man. First and second episode are out. Gotta listen to them. They're 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 quick. They're like condensed. So it's easy to listen to them. <laughs> they're,
1: they're, they're not they're not five
0: hours. Exactly. They're again. not four or five hours anymore. <sighs> um, but yeah, so we're talking about Alphonse. Alphonse Tan. And I guess we'll start with uh what inspired you to make alphonse the first place like what were your inspirations why did you make the character the way you did obviously everyone was supposed to make a criminal of some sort right with the suicide mm. squad kind of like uh, initial um concept but yeah i mean what were your inspirations
1: well mostly you just said uh you, you know you're, you're all gonna be criminals i'm like in my stereotypical fashion i just throw everything i can at the wall and see what <laughs> sticks and what you accept and will allow <laughs> very and true. yeah i kind of just went wild made the worst possible person i could yeah i think
0: i remember we were on a camping trip together right and um we were basically just like going through all of the possibilities of like things that you could have done and you just kept asking more and more like could i have also done this to be you know to be thrown into prison um (laughs) and then of course we ended with the big one uh, where we were going through like your your uh, resources resource points or whatever right and you're like mm-hmm. well okay i have these like two resource points left what if i <laughs> what
1: if i buy oh yeah because uh, there they're all the stipulations you can add to uh, your npc characters like oh how bad can i make this relationship be exactly to, so, to be able to purchase it for what the two points i had yep
0: mm-hmm. and so you're like i think it actually ended up being one point because i think it was you did close family romantic and forbidden
1: right it was certainly forbidden
0: (laughs) and so uh, you ended up having an incestuous relationship with your sister
1: so who just happened to be
0: the daughter of the pope (laughs) yes i mean yeah yeah good old alphonse i i remember you saying that to me and i was like okay i have a decision point to make um (laughs) I'm I'm at a crossroads here. what Will I allow this? And I I think it. I'm going up, to have to role play the <laughs> your incestuous sister. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and I did. I did end up having to role play her uh, at one point. That was I remember definitely there being a moment where we like because I think we we ended up role playing that in like a in second in the second season we had that encounter right, and it was mm-hmm. like. uh uh, we were doing like an in-person kind of like side thing. Like you're, we were both just in, in my room with the streaming camera, like, you know, rolling dice uh, live and stuff. And mm-hmm. I remember there being a moment where I was just like, this is really awkward.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: And, uh, yeah. I mean, so, so why exactly was it literally just like, I want to make the worst guy imaginable.
1: Oh uh, yeah. I, I took basically the, the general setting we had and like, okay, how can, how bad can I make him? And what do we have going so far? And, you know, like, I also like toying with David, which is, which is fun. True. Yeah. May as well sleep with his sister. Yeah. 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 <laughs> who just happens to be my sister as well. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so if we're looking at your life paths here, so one of the things that we don't really talk about in the actual like game uh, ever. Uh, and so, you know, people listening to the podcast probably don't know uh, the character's life paths. So just briefly <laughs> for Alphonse, <laughs> he was born noble and then he was a page briefly. Uh, and then he dropped out of the Holy Knighthood and uh was a student and a courtier for two life paths so uh any any particular like reasons you chose those options
1: uh well this character was the first time i would ever touched the the burning wheel system yeah and i kind of just was flying by the seat of my pants i'm like i have no idea what i'm doing but it all turned out all right because i came became very overpowered (laughs) but i basically just went the talking path because in typical david fashion he min maxed the uh the the swordsmanship right being a a beefy boy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: yeah i think i remember uh what was it um i think it was probably at the end of the second session uh so i don't think this is a spoiler at all not that it would be a big spoiler anyway but just i remember us talking at numerous points but especially at the beginning like uh alphonse is just a fate farm like Mm -hmm. He had so many beliefs, instincts, and traits that just got him into trouble constantly and complicated the story so that he just kept earning faith. Like, I think for for most of the first season, you earn, like, five to eight fate a session, uh, which is ridiculous, so... Yeah, I'm looking at your your sheet right now and I'm not going to tell people like how much fate and persona and deeds uh you were and and I won't necessarily imply that like Alphonse makes it all the way to season 3 or whatever, but like mm-hmm. where we left off with Alphonse so far, he ended up with quite a few fate. <laughs> so.
1: Um I mean, yeah. it's also the whole one of the benefits of making the worst possible character, it leaves the most room for for growth and that's what the system encourages and rewards points for so
0: for sure yeah absolutely uh and you so you ended up doing uh gray shades uh and that was something that we didn't i don't think i don't think we understood how
1: weird I did not know like oh yeah you you could do this thing you can you can you, sh- you can spend a bunch of points and shade that gray and that'll make a bunch of other things gray i'm like okay sounds good yeah i think i mean the, my my first
0: mistake was even telling you and david that you could have gray shades um because your your actual stats ended up being like completely gimped <laughs> yep um i if i remember correctly uh and i think this is actually said in the first episode you started off with a one in speed yeah which is ridiculous like if you think of an actual human person basically you're you're like the most slow sluggish individual uncoordinated at possible uh but it, it's actually funny because in your in the first episode we just talked about this but in the first episode you get oh, a light wound from those mm-hmm. guards and technically what that actually means in the rules we didn't pay attention to this but it means that uh you should have been unconscious instantly at the beginning of the game <laughs> because you had one speed so oh, that, that should have just knocked you out funny. yeah i know it's very funny that there's so much that wouldn't have happened if
1: alphonse mm-hmm. had just been knocked out in the first thing yeah or um, if david would have killed me <laughs> also true also true um that role would have 100 percent killed me that would yeah. have been the short uh, quickest unbeatable speed run to uh to death in an rpg ever yeah
0: yeah and i talked about this a little bit with david um but the the gray shades with you two i'm definitely interested in the future of of crow inquisitors and and we do this to some extent um in the game uh in the first three seasons of the game anyway uh just continuing to explore like why alphonse and Delon have gray shades in the first place because technically in the Will rules right those are like saved for like dragons and giants and heroes of legend so okay. I'm interested in like discovering why the heck I let you guys have those gray shades in the first place Um I've come up with like an in-game reason uh, I'm just like an why. extremely
1: sexy boy <laughs>
0: right yeah because you gray shaded your will and your fort so you ended up hmm. having a lot of gray shaded stuff um, it's funny because Delon actually didn't gray shade uh the right thing he gray mm-hmm. his agility and he only had one skill that was based off of agility
1: <laughs> yep he was he was telling me about this the other day he's like i, I was i was so proud i was min maxing everything and then like later on i realized i'm a complete idiot because like i gray the wrong thing yeah because he could he should have just gray the sword and then mm-hmm. that would
0: have saved him a bunch of stat points that he could have used on other things um but yeah. Okay. So, I mean, moving on from like the character as like an inspiration and stuff. Like, what, what, what do you remember from playing Alphonse? What were some of your like favorite moments, or like, you know, me in general terms? But then also, like, what was it like, I guess, to play Alphonse in Chrome Quizzes?
1: I, I liked it because I normally go like the the big tanky, beat him up guy where I can just cut my way out of any situation. But for this one, the way I built him, he was co- he constantly getting into difficult situations yeah. that the only thing I could do was talk or sleep my way out of
0: <laughs> and, and honestly like I think in the next well I don't want to spoil that never mind. um yeah I mean there's a lot of situations where like Alphonse just did not have the um the, the martial skills to like fight mm-hmm. his way out of any problems and so he's constantly like trying to weasel his way out of situ- mm-hmm. like conflicts he ended up in Um, And honestly, I feel like if I knew the Burning Wheel better when we were playing Chrome Crusaders in the first place, there would probably be several moments, the first session included, where I wouldn't have actually allowed you to make those sort of persuasion rolls last second, because technically there's actually like a page in the Burning Wheel rules that says like, if you're about to get stabbed, like mm-hmm. you have to deal with the physical act of being stabbed before you can talk your way out of the situation, mm. um, and so I think I, I ended up letting Alphonse do his like talky talk way probably too much. Mm-hmm. But one, we were learning the 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 game in the first place, and two, it's I think it's pretty interesting given just just seeing like Alphonse mm-hmm. being like in like superhumanly. Uh, able to talk his way out of situations um, it was definitely it definitely created an interesting flavor for his character um, how did how did uh, Alphonse interact with the other characters like wh- from your perspective what was it like interacting with the other uh, the other party members it was
1: always fun walking the lion with David <laughs> whether or not <laughs> right. he's going to kill me <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and Connor's this very serious gruff guy in comparison to my at least early, early first season, uh, carefree, not really caring about anything. Just do whatever I want attitude. Yeah, I, I feel like I didn't clash very well with anyone except maybe, maybe Adam's character early on.
0: Right. Yeah, no, you and you and Theo uh, were were pretty um, tight uh, as far as like, I think YouTube basically immediately hit it off. And I don't think there was ever a point where you guys were like not that you guys didn't like each other at any point in the game
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um where there was definitely moments with all the other characters where alphonse rubs them the wrong way um but i think i think honestly the only thing that really comes up later in the first season and i'll be vague with this is uh, you and theo end up kind of like sort of having a rivalry over a girl (laughs) 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 which is fun to Uh. see um
1: uh, one of one of one of my favorite scenes. I won't, I won't be, I won't spoil anything. But one yep. of my favorite scenes comes out of where he's trying to go back and talk to her. If you know, if you remember what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah. Where he tries using his uh, uh what skill was that? Um, faith. Yeah, his faith
0: skill. <laughs> no, I'm very excited about that. That's coming up. That's a that's a fun sequence. Um, yeah. I mean, what other stuff do you remember about like playing Alphonse, uh, in general that like stands out to you?
1: It's, it's hard without yeah without I, the spoils
0: yeah, right for sure
1: uh, a lot of the uh I, I love the the progression early season that i just i fail so much at everything that isn't talking right that i just rapidly level up everything no that's actually really
0: true though i was just glancing at, at alphonse's character sheet and i was like what the heck? How does he have a five in speed? <laughs> and it's, yeah. he started off with a one, and it's because he just had such low stats that uh, and and skills that he just ended up having to use them to get out of situations, uh, mm-hmm. and ended up yeah ended up pretty um, in a pretty good spot with most of them. Um, yeah, you have some interesting skills, right? You have persuasion, seduction, bullcrap. Wise is one of my personal favorites. <laughs> yep. from Alphonse um it's it's one of those things that like it's just such a you skill to have for a character mm-hmm. um and and you're right, actually, you know when you mentioned it before, before this point in our like role playing game history, you didn't play a character like this you you basically always played like the tanky characters, right? There was mm-hmm. Jembe and Mogar are like the prominent ones. yeah uh, mognitus, um your Anthony you're Anthony <laughs> divilwurst um uh trying to remember oh um what's his face marcos from heads mm-hmm. and worthy
1: um oh yeah all all more um the, yeah the playing. only other instance I could think of is the uh the the one wizard I played after jembe right but even then like you started playing that
0: character around the time like not too soon before we started crew inquisitors right so it was mm-hmm. for most of the experience that we had uh playing role playing games together, you had done like the more like uh fighting optimization stuff. Um mm-hmm. and and honestly, I feel like Alphonse Taun, it was a, a great, I think the reason why Alphonse is so evocative in the game is because Alphonse is the type of character that Burning Wheel highlights really well um, because of the focus it has on social skills. Mm-hmm. So you know Alphonse had so many moments where he was like, I remember um at the end of the second episode, uh you guys get to the gate of the town uh and the, the guard calls down and says you know like you know who are you you know like what do you what's your business here and and <laughs> and i remember josh says we all look at alphonse <laughs> <laughs> and you said like validation um so like everyone knew from from the beginning like alphonse is the guy you talk you you point to when you need someone to talk talked to um and there are a lot mm-hmm. of fun moments that came out of that like dichotomy
1: yeah, we all we all had a very very specific skill set like skill sets. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the the only unfortunate thing was that um because Antonius and Cantarius had mm-hmm. very had like spe- specific skill sets that didn't immediate that weren't as immediately general mm-hmm. as fighting and talking were. Uh right. there were definitely some moments where they especially in this first season feel a little um mm-hmm. uh What's the word I'm looking for? I mean, not you know, not in the spotlight as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ended up, they ended up, they end up having good moments for sure in the first season. Um, but Dellen and Alphonse yeah. are a force to be reckoned with. Uh, mm-hmm. They are very evocative characters, very driven characters. This is one of the things I was talking about with David too, you. Is um, Antonius and Cantarius, in uh, Theo, honestly, all end up all start off having much more vague motivations. Mm-hmm. Uh, while Dellen and Alphonse pretty much right at the get-go, you, you both knew exactly what you wanted to do with your characters and where they were headed. Mm-hmm. And so they they definitely have a lot of like good character moments.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely character growth-wise, I know where I wanted him to go. But definitely, for, I, I wanted to have that, that fun at the beginning of Season 1 yeah. where I was just basically just a carefree jerk. <laughs> and it yeah. was... I, I, I enjoyed both thoroughly. For sure, yeah. Um,
0: I'm trying to think if there's anything else with Alphonse. Obviously, there's a lot of good, fun stuff that ends up happening with him later in season one and in season Mm -hmm. two that we can't really get into. Um, I was trying to think if there's anything like more general we can talk about, um, What was it like, I guess, to be so antagonistic? Um, D- D- David <laughs> often plays antagonistic <clears throat> characters, like that's kind of his stick in our games. Um, but Alphonse was a very antagonistic character from the get-go to everyone in the party. Um, how did you? I mean, you talked a little bit about that, but how did you kind of balance that in your mind? Because I, I feel mean, like, real quick, I feel like, um, in another gaming group, <clears throat> Alphonse is the sort of character that would annoy not just the characters but the players as well right Mm -hmm. everyone would have hated you for playing that character but i don't i don't think there was ever a moment in the game where like and and no one no you know people didn't like you for the way you were playing alphonse so i mean
1: talk about that Mm -hmm. well i mean everyone in our group like like irl we've been friends for most of our lives so right yeah like i wasn't i wasn't too worried about that Mm -hmm. and i mean Despite how much of a jerk Alphonse is. He's just he's just the lovable jerk that you can't stay mad at. He sleeps with your sister. That's that's fine. He he can talk his way out of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's just too lovable. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of times as I'm listening through like the first season, right? There's definitely a lot of moments where Alphonse will say something ridiculous and mean, and not mean, but like, you know, um ridiculous and annoying and uh antagonistic towards one of the other party members but you're you as the player are doing it with just a giggle um Mm -hmm. and so all of the other players just have to laugh along with you because you're so kind of like enthusiastic about like being the troublemaker Mm -hmm. um in the trickster character um and i feel like i mean alphonse fits that archetype so well and all of the other characters are so serious Mm -hmm. that we kind of needed the comic relief that you offered
1: oh yeah Definitely early on. Yeah. Although, despite that, Con- both Connor and Adam managed to pull out some, some great, comic relief, moments. great, great laughs. Because Connor, I-, I don't think he, I don't think he succeeded in a single role the entire first season. <laughs> That's not true. He does succeed on roles, but I mean, over, I, I would it doesn't honestly feel like. It.
0: <laughs> I think it. You know what I will do. I think I am going to when we're done with the first season here. And uh, all the podcast is all out. I'm going to go back through and I'm going to log every role that everybody made and make st- like, p- like baseball cards basically for you guys as players. <laughs> That's awesome. uh, I think that would be fun. Make some sort of like stat card as like your role um, percentage and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think that would be fun to do. Um, cool. Yeah. I mean, any other last thoughts?
1: Um, I mean not right now like it, there's not a, there's not a lot I can go yeah. into with this early in but doing another one of these later once more episodes come out would be sweet cuz uh, I'm excited to talk about some of the uh just the the funny and then the great character change moments and yeah. Yeah for sure I
0: I would love to do um at the end of each of these seasons once they're all out on the podcast um do a like um breakdown with everybody um or like you know whoever we can get to do it um and, you know, all sit down and just have a reminisce where we talk about the season and, and how it went and all that stuff. So that'll be fun. Um, awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on, Jared. Uh, you can find more bonus content uh, coming next week. But uh, when this comes out, you'll be looking forward to episode three of Crow Inquisitors. Thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you,
1: see you soon for another episode. Thanks for coming on, Jared. Yeah, no problem.